Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. I'm joined today with uh, just, or by Justin Wells. Uh, Justin's a recruiting expert for InsideTexas.com. Uh, Justin was at uh, or in Austin on uh, Saturday uh, for the University of Texas official visit weekend. Uh, actually saw some of the unofficial visitors that were making it to campus as well. Uh, I wanted to grab him on, on a number of those topics. Uh, but first, we're going to get to the latest news. Uh, and talk about some recruiting situations right now. Uh, let's start with Devon Campbell. We're taping right at two o'clock central today. Uh, Devon is, is still in school. Um, and so uh, he has not made an announcement today. He may make it today. We think he will, but we're not sure. Uh, never can be 100% sure. Um, uh, but he is expected to choose between Texas, USC, uh, and, and uh, I think Alabama is the other one uh, that he's still considering. Uh, but that's the, if Campbell were to commit to Texas, Justin, he would be the third uh, five-star recruit in, in as many days that have pledged to Steve Sarkeesian. Tell us a little bit about Campbell and the Longhorns momentum as it heads uh, into the final couple of days before signing day. You know, uh, two weeks ago on a Friday evening, when, when the new, when the news of Quinn Ewers uh, hitting the transfer portal uh, trickled out, that was the uh, the avalanche that Texas football needed. That was the the momentum's kickstart that they needed for recruiting. Since then, it's been a lot of a lot of good things. For Steve Sarkeesian and his staff, a lot of good relationships coming to fruition. A lot of decisions getting moved up that benefit the Longhorns. And like you said, three five stars in three days. If they can land this guy, we're talking about six foot three, 315 pound offensive lineman, Devon Campbell, uh, one of the top rated offensive linemen overall in the country. Uh, he's probably a guard at the next level, but this is a guy that can play at any spot on the line, guard or tackle. He even plays a little defensive tackle for Bowie High School. Devon is a guy that's been close to Texas for years. Uh, the previous staff was, was early on him. Uh, he visited two or three years ago during a junior day, uh, had a great time. And then when the new staff came in, they quickly picked it up. This was one guy that as soon as that new staff transferred, Kyle Flood and Jeff Banks made sure that Devon Campbell was a priority. And for this entire time that this staff has been on campus, almost 12, almost a year now, um, Devon Campbell has been a priority, and they've made him feel that way. Uh, they came to watch him play basketball. Saw him a couple of weeks ago. Jeff Banks and Kyle Flood came to watch him play basketball. He he's a monster in the paint, Bobby. This kid's got a he's got a big caboose, and he knows how to he knows how to use it and wield it. He's a double double left hander, and then um, but he's just a guy that every program needs. He he's also one of those people. Ask me how many of these offensive linemen can play early. How many of these guys can? Devon Campbell will be the most offensive line ready kid if, if he joins Texas class and, and it won't be close. This guy can come in and play early. 
Gotcha. Um, so USC, Alabama, and OU, and I think Texas has a, has been setting the pace. Gotcha. So obviously we we we're talking about uh, uh, Devon doing that t- today. Um, Texas also got commitments over the weekend from Kelvin Banks and Cam Williams. Uh, we that gave Texas four commitments on the offensive line to go with Cole Hudson uh, and Connor Roberts and Cole from Frisco, Connor from uh, Austin Westlake. Texas still has at least one more expected commitment at this time, uh, potentially, and that's Malik Ogbo out of uh, uh, Seattle area up in Washington. That would give, if Campbell and Ogbo do follow through and commit to Texas as expected, that would give Texas six commitments on the offensive line. But we're being told uh, that Texas might even go to seven if the right person comes. Obviously, they've been very interested in Neto Umiozulu uh, from the outset, the young man from Allen that could play interior or, or tackle pretty easily, and Cam Dewberry out of Atascacita. But, you know, those are guys that are hanging out there. We're not saying they're leaning to Texas or anything like that, but don't count Texas out of, of even going further if they can, if they do indeed get Campbell uh, and Ogbo as, as expected. want to go next to another um, inform- a bit of information that dropped today from Jerry Hamilton. Uh, he's, he is saying that Texas has renewed interest and re-engaged with Armani Winfield, uh, the receiver out of Louisville. Tell us a little bit about Armani and how we got to this point, Justin. Okay, yeah, Armani Winfield was actually Sark's first commitment of this class. I I believe he did it the day that Sark uh, did his press conference. Uh, It was kind of a nice little bang. He had been committed for almost the entire year. He decommitted during the Texas-Kansas State game uh, last month. That left a really sour taste in Steve Sarkeesian's mouth. Uh, they don't, they don't, you know, you, that's not the way to do it. And so, uh, but soon after that happened, Winfield realized he made a mistake. And he'd actually been contacting Texas for the last month, trying to get back into this class. And I believe the staff is just biding their time. They, they want to make sure Winfield understands the consequences of his actions and want to make sure that he's fully bought in if they're going to bring him into this class, because it's so important. This is this is Sark's first full class at Texas. So it's so important that he gets this right. They've been talking to Winfield nonstop for last week. This morning, Jerry says that, you know, there might be a, a chance that he could be back in this class. I kind of feel like he will be back in this class if they let him. If it's up to Armani, he would be. But you, you got to have some receivers in this bunch. Brennan Thompson is the only receiver. And he's a great, great little four-star, uh, you know, receive, slot receiver out of Spearman. But Winfield is a guy that can stretch the field. You're talking 6'2", 6'3", about 180 pounds. Had a great senior season. Had a few injuries, but really, really had a productive senior year. And when you're getting guys like Quinn Ewers and Malik Murphy to, to come on campus, you need guys to throw it to. And Armani Winfield is a guy that can go up and get it out of Louisville. Yeah, I mean, you don't his senior senior stats. He had fifty plus catches for more than nine hundred yards. You don't have fifty plus catches and average almost twenty yards uh, a catch without having some ride out speed. And he missed I, three games. Yeah, I mean, so um, people questioning whether or not. Uh, well, and he improved as a senior too. So much of what we yes. do, Justin, as you know, yeah, uh, kids plateau at certain levels. Uh, Armani Winfield did not plateau as a senior. He's still he's still getting better. Um, and I will say this, Brennan Thompson has right out speed too. He may be smaller of stature, but, uh, you know, you He's don't run rare. 10, three, nine and not have right out speed. Okay. Brennan Thompson speed is rare. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And so, all right. The other guys that Texas, that visit a couple guys that visited Texas this weekend, 
get your take on them. One is Savion Red out of uh, uh, Grand Prairie. You, you guys saw him at the, the official visit. Um, and then also uh, Zavion Bryce uh, out of Arlington Seguin and Terrence Gibbs, the running back out of Winter Park, Florida. Uh, we, we, let's start with Savion Red. Uh, he's a running back take for Texas in this 2022 cycle. He was committed to SMU for, for the longest when Rashad Samples uh, decided to move across, the, move down the street to Fort Worth. Uh, they didn't bring Red over with him. Texas immediately jumped in. Jeff Banks had did an in-home within a couple days. Uh, before he knew it, Red had an offer. Uh, that Texas has made, made, him, made him comfortable and made his family comfortable in understanding that Texas wants him. They want to put him on the field. He's an outstanding football player. You just He's one of those kids it's hard hard to, to find a position for. And, and now that we know UT likes him at tailback, um, that kind of fits him. He's 5'11", 205 pounds, 210 pounds. So that kind of suits his, his skill set. Uh, he, he wants to make his decision on Wednesday. Uh, we feel confident that Texas is going to be the, is going to be the, the choice uh, barring any changes in the next 48 hours. If you'll slide on over to Xavier Bryce, that's the, the Arlington Seguin DB committed to OU who's still committed to Oklahoma. As soon as uh, Lincoln Riley uh, snuck off to California in the middle of the night. He decided to look around. He was not happy with the way OU handled that. And so he went and took a visit to Texas Tech last week, uh, weekend before last, came to Austin this weekend, got to hang out with a bunch of players, a bunch of recruits, a bunch of other prospects. Um, it was a it was it was a nice it, it was a good number of guys to, to kind of bond with over the weekend. Bryce is another one that wants to, to decide on Wednesday. He had told me a week ago he was thinking about the second national signing day. He's changed his mind. A lot of these guys are changing their mind, Bobby. They're, they're, they're jumping on their spots early and often. And I think that can be smart. Uh, Bryce is a guy you, you hope Texas can snag. This is a guy that plays corner. He's a quarterback at Seguin, but he's going to play corner at the next level. He is long. He's about 6'1", probably 175, 180 pounds. He's got a wingspan that would make Jerry Hamilton blush. I mean, this kid can flip his hips and turn. He is an outstanding athletic uh, kid that, that's aggressive and loves being on the island. And so if Texas can put themselves in position to grab him, I think they'll do an excellent job. And then Terrence Gibbs, he was the guy that kind of came on that not a lot of people knew about at the time. He was committed to Florida less than a month ago. And then uh, from what we understand, there was a decommitment there. It was kind of a mutual parting of the ways. I've been told that there was a couple injuries he had suffered in high school. And so I think the new staff at Florida was kind of a little leery of that, but he's still worth a look. And Texas wanted to see him up close and personal. They brought him in on official, uh, got to meet his family. And so Gibbs is going to be a guy that is also a running back. Uh, we feel like they're only going to take one more running back in this class. They really, really are in a numbers crunch trying to fit as many good guys into this cycle as they can. But I only think there's room for one more running back. And if that's him, I think it's going to be Savion Red. Okay. All right. So we've talked about that. I want to mention real quick, Kobe McKenzie, linebacker out of Lubbock Cooper, uh, decommitted from Texas today and flipped back to his original commitment of Oklahoma. Uh, his father, a big Oklahoma fan, even posts yes. on the message boards at OU. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking his father had a, a, a heavy influence. Uh, and uh, so I, that has been done. Uh, he announced that he had flipped back now to, uh, to uh, Oklahoma. That without another commitment happening so far today, leaves Texas at 22 commitments. Okay, there are several guys out there, we've talked about four or five guys already uh, that are going to announce before, before our bye Wednesday. Devin Campbell, or Devon Campbell, excuse me, 
uh, Malik Ogbo. Uh, those, that's two. Then you have Savion Red. You have Xavion Bryce. That's four um, that are possibilities for the Longhorns. You know, the thing that grabs me right now, though, is what about, and this is even counting the portal, right? Because that, that's right. another conversation we got to have. What's going on at DB right now becomes a focus uh, because there are a lot of good ones left out there. Denver Harris, a five-star uh, out of North Shore. You just mentioned Xavion Bryce. Uh, Harris is expected to announce between Texas and Texas A&M. Uh, Harris visited A&M over the weekend. Um, we'll see how that goes. And then Texas is also recruiting Jacoby Matthews still, the safety out of Ponchatoula. Bryce Anderson, the do-it-all guy from uh, from uh, Beaumont Westbrook, but he's committed to A&M. Don't know if Texas is getting uh, anywhere in that, that category at this point. Terrence Brooks, who's committed to Ohio yes. State, that uh, is at, at Little Elm. You know, Texas right now has commitments from B.J. Allen, Jalen Gilbo, Austin Jordan, Ronald Lewis. Not a lot of true cornerbacks in that category. Uh, B.J. Allen, the highest ranked of that group, and he's definitely a safety. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it, I think it, it's going to be fun to see where these these corner dominoes fall, because I think that's kind of what's going to happen. Denver Harris is obviously the top guy on the chart. Uh, our Eric Nolene has been destroying that recruitment from the start. Texas is squarely in it. He was at A&M yesterday. And so that's definitely something of, of note. Um, he's the guy everybody wants. Another guy that you, like you mentioned late that I think Texas is really starting to gain on is Terrence Brooks. Uh, with Ohio State making making changes and bringing in a new DC, that has thrown the Brooks family off a little bit. This is a group that is imperative on relationships and development, and he does not have a bonds with, with, with a lot of those new Ohio State guys. If they keep Kerry Combs, I think Brooks ultimately signs with Ohio State, and this is all a moot point. If Combs isn't retained, this is a whole new conversation, and the next 48 hours could get really wild because Sarkeesian and the staff have not let up on Brooks. They are they smell blood in the water, and they are talking to them every single day, and Brooks is listening. Terrence Brooks is a guy that could come in and play really, really early. The difference in him and Harris, to me, is barely anything. If anything, Brooks has the, the superior IQ and can play safety, can play nickel, can play corner. So Brooks is another one of note as well. Bryce Anderson's one of those guys, you know, Jerry's been all over Bryce. I just don't see him changing. I don't see him flipping. You never know. Mike Elko took the, the Duke job last week. And so there's always that chance that, that something could happen. We know the family of the Andersons, they, they like Texas, but I still kind of see him sticking there. Uh, I like B.J. Allen to me is going to be the safety that comes in and, and is able to, to start playing early because that safety room is it's lacking. There's some guys there. There's just not any elites. There's not any guys that, that you could see an NFL promise in. And at Texas, you need a couple of those at every position. And so yeah, defensive back's going to – it's going to be fun to see how that kind of all works itself out over the next few days. Yeah, I I, I would challenge that the, 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 I think Terrence Brooks, out of all of those guys, may be the most well-trained. I mean, his dad's a former NFL player. Yes, sir. So, I mean – Chet Brooks. I mean, and so th that those guys come with a little bit more, um, uh, you know, it's just natural. They've been around it their entire lives. Denver Harris, uh, tremendous athlete, very long. Uh, Bryce Anderson, tremendous athlete. Sub, I mean, what, what do you run? A 10 6 5, 10 7. And he's cerebral. He played quarterback. Yeah, yeah and he plays quarterback. I mean, Xavier uh, Bryce plays quarterback. Uh, but the one guy you didn't mention that I did 
kind of hit on, and that's Jacoby Matthews yeah. out of Ponchatoula. That is an interesting recruitment to me because <laughs> um, he was hot and heavy on Texas early. Yes. Texas seemed to ebb a little bit, right? Uh, A&M picked up, LSU picked up, Alabama, Florida, they all went in. But today, I don't know if you saw this, but Jeremy Birmingham of our Ohio State um, affiliated on three uh, put in a, a crystal ball of sorts, a prediction, I guess is the better term, uh, for Matthews to pick Texas. Now, it wasn't some he's going to Texas. It was, I feel like this may be what's happening. That right. would be a huge win for Blake Gideon at, at the safety spot. Uh, and uh, really, I mean, another five-star, right? I mean, that that would be a, an he's amazing a five star level. Texas. He's a five-star level athlete. He's a guy that I also think you can put anywhere on the defense. Jacoby's already so big. I kind of envision him as a linebacker just because of his size already, and maybe that might be his strength. But safety is where Texas likes him. Jacoby's keeping everybody guessing. That's the way he likes it. You know, LSU, Texas A&M, Texas. It, I like hearing that Birmingham's got some, some faith in Texas with Matthews because this class needs another stud safety. Let's just be honest about it. B.J. Allen, to me, is that dude. Now, what about these other guys? Well, Gilbo's going to go between corner and safety. Uh, Camp Lewis is probably a corner, but it's going to take a couple of years of development. Uh, Austin Jordan's probably a safety, but they can play a little bit of nickel as well. And so with P.K.'s defense and how they mix and match, Jacoby Matthews could be a great fit uh you know in, in this defense I, and so i I'm, wonder I'm if he where he goes i wonder if he plays that star position they're looking for the one they're selling to, to harold yeah perkins. harold perkins too i mean because he's he's big rangy can run and, and can thump you know yeah, he brings i'm not hat. saying he brings hat yeah i'm not saying harold harold perkins wouldn't also be that position i just i mean i we haven't talked to jacoby matthews and we and, haven't yeah because he's been in the state playoffs so we don't really know enough about it he just his team lost uh in the state finals this past weekend uh in new orleans to zachary lost a heartbreaker there uh in hank tyranny the high school coach uh uh at Ponchatoula. his last game as a head coach he's retiring uh so uh, i'm sure matthews recruiting is now picking up we don't know if he's gonna he's officially expected to announce at the under armor game uh but we don't know if he's actually going to sign early or not uh alabama uh, is thought to be one of the teams in there. And obviously, home state area LSU is going to be tough, uh, even with Corey Raymond, the defensive back coach at LSU, heading off to, to uh, the former defensive back coach at, at LSU that's well liked, that's very well liked by, by players in that state, having now taken the job, uh, the same job at the University of Florida. Um, you know, I'm looking at it here. Do you have anything you think you want to add right now as we close out this segment? Um, you know, that's a good question. Uh, you know, everything is moving so fast, Bobby, this, this last two weeks has been almost a blur. I mean, this last three, four, three or four months has been, but especially since Quinn hit the portal, things have changed on the Texas side and on the inside Texas side. And we, we're so thankful for the members and, and, and everybody that's involved. Uh, it's an ever changing deal. We love, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you tell guys, Hey, just, just click refresh. Cause you never know what's going to pop up next on inside Texas. Jerry Hamilton is constantly beating the bushes for, for, for updates. Hudson Standish and I are, are constantly looking to see what the numbers fit out and see what, what kids can be takes and not be takes. And so um, just stay tuned at InsideTexas.com because 
the next couple of days, man, if it's as, if it's going to be like it was the last few, I cannot wait for Wednesday because that's Christmas for us, Bobby. That that's that's what we wait for every day. My Here's son considered I consider it the Santa Claus of my life. <laughs> Here's the reality, right? We're taping this right now. Um, earlier in the day, I told told you we started right, right at two o'clock central. By the time I get this processed and up on on the website and to YouTube and also to Apple, Texas could already have another commitment or two. So, uh, and some of the information could be down. I don't think it will be. We've got got a pretty good handle on stuff. Uh, But uh, like Justin says, please give us a look at uh, InsideTexas.com. We are there uh, every day, all day. Also, if you enjoy videos like this, please hit the subscribe button in the lower right-hand portion of your screen. Justin, I really appreciate it. We're going to do some more of these in the next couple of days as we uh, finish out this recruiting class of 2022 and the 2022 recruiting cycle. Uh, For Justin Wells, I'm Bobby Burton. Thanks for listening. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. Sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.